Good afternoon. Good afternoon. God is showing up and showing out. We're experiencing God like never before. We expected God to move exceedingly abundantly above what we can ask or even think. But we're actually experiencing what we believe. We're believing so much more now than we ever did before. Because we're encountering God so much more than we ever have before. God is showing us that I am God all by myself. God is showing us his faithfulness. Here is God saying to you, didn't I say I'm good? Didn't I say that you are good? Didn't I say everything will work out for your good? Didn't I say I am before you? Didn't I say who could be against you? Didn't I say you always win? Didn't I say you will always have? Didn't I say your joy will be full? Didn't I say you are healed and never sick? Didn't I say you are rich and never poor? Didn't I say you above and never beneath? Didn't I say greater is mine who in you than he, the father of that's in the world? Didn't I say a life of me is a life of abundance? Didn't I say life of me is happiness? Didn't I say life is in me? Didn't I say that I am love? Didn't I say I am the Alpha and Omega? Didn't I say? Didn't I say? I would turn your whole life around. Didn't I say? When you say yes to me, you plant your feet. You stay rooted. You stay grounded. You stay girded. You stay prosperous. Didn't I say? Well, there you have it. Now, we got to look at God's point of view right now. From where he is. How he thinks. And how he feels right now. You are excited for where you are right now. I know I am. But think about his point of view regarding your excitement and your happiness because you say yes. To be proven right every time feels so good. Because he can never be proven any other way because he is who he say he is. And all he want us to do is know that. I am. I cannot force you to believe that I am. Whether you believe or not, it can never change the fact that I am. I am that I am. And for him to see us so happy, receiving everything he wants to release unto us. And he's like, I told you. Now, was that so hard? Was that so much of a challenge to receive everything I have for you? I pray right now, and I want you guys to agree with me, for those who are not in position, because we are all connected together. 
And some things that you cannot receive, even though it's harvest, you may not receive it due to the time because somebody's not in their position. And God will have you to be patient and continue to intercede on their behalf for them to get back in position. That's why it's so important to testify, to go out and release who God is and all the things he has done and will do for you because he's still the same. God loves when we talk about him in truth. Because those who worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Never been so happy in my entire life. And I know you can experience that too. Now take your eyes and your focus off of anything that appears to be in your life that's not pleasurable. And put your focus on God and know that he didn't bring you this far to leave you right where you are. It's so much more to come. It's so much more better than that for you. God will never, ever leave us where we are. And I thank God for never doing that. When I was doing things of the world, when I think about the characteristics of God, my main two were, and will always be, God, you are a man that you shall not lie. That means so much to me. So by me knowing that everything he say is true, that's how I begin to allow God to talk, 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 talk. I had God to talk my whole life. Just talk. Please, just talk. Because everything you're saying is true. Now we've been let down by a lot of people even close to home. But God will never hurt you. God will never take from you. God will never put his hands on you. God will never belittle you. God will never gossip about you. God will never disregard you, turn his back and walk away from you. He does the opposite. And he wants everyone to know that. Many don't know that. Many thinking that God is actually angry. Because how they choose to live. Without even knowing that God has a life already ordained for them. I'll never forget. In this village in Africa, they walk for miles with no shoes on just to meet this American woman who came there to meet them. I don't know about you guys. That's one of the biggest decisions I ever had to make. One of. For God to tell me to go to a country where I never been to accompany some people who I never physically met. And I was invited by a male. 
I was told all kinds of things. Don't go. You might not make it back. They might defile you. They might take you. Hurt you. God already told me to go. So in my mind, I already went. Which reminds me of Christ when he said, Father, now is the time for you to glorify thy son. Because in Christ's mind, he already said it is finished. He already saw himself on the cross. He already saw himself through it before he even went through it. That's what you call an expectation. With no hesitation. Just straight out going like that. And I was so honored to go. And I will never forget. Everything was going wrong when I got there. The person that was supposed to host me wasn't even there. So here are two. And I didn't have no service. And I left out the country. To my worldwide service. It wasn't worldwide. It was nationwide. Because <laughs> every contact I had to get in contact with on that phone left when I left out of America. So I, didn't, I wasn't able to get no phone calls for them to say, oh, I'm sending somebody else. Two other people, men. And these wasn't no dressed up, you know, fancy looking men. They had scratches all on them and dried up blood and grass stains. I was like, did they hurt somebody? Did they just, you know, do they kidnap women? And was women trying to escape from them, scratching their way out? All that was going in my head. And I saw my name on this poster. I walked past my name. I said, I'm not going with them. I don't even know them. Where's my host? I said, God, what should I do quickly before I, I transfer my American dollars to shillings? God said, go, go. I said, okay. I said, hi, I'm Quenisha. They said, we know who you are. We saw you were past. We understand. You don't know us. I said, how you know it's me? We had to do some research. We're not just going to pick up anybody. <laughs> We had to research who you are so we could feel safe to be around you. And I got in the car with these guys. I looked at all the scratches on them. Their clothes was all messed up and half like they've been fighting. And I'm just going to a railroad way in Africa. I said, God, I'm going out. If anything happened to me, God, while I'm here, I'm going out trusting in you, God. I'm going out trusting in you, God. I'm going out trusting in you, God. God is taking out trust in him to a higher level. So you may find some strange news or different reports. Just keep on believing. Trust me. On the other side of that is nothing but victory and much more of that. God is allowing you to know that you are victorious in every area. So that's all he's doing is sharpening every area. He's not going to put you where it's comfortable because then you're not going to feel the need to grow. We grow out of uncomfort, out of our comfort zone. Quick testimony. I set my my, um, phone on top of a car and we went all the way down 210, 45 minute drive, me and my mom, and 45 minute drive back. I realized, where's my phone? My mom called it. It's on, still on top of the car in the same spot. I was like, Jesus Christ. All them turns we did. A phone on a car, 45 minutes going and coming. Oh, God. 
No, 45 minutes coming, not going. Excuse me. Because I put it on top of the car when we got to where we were going. And I got in the car on our way back home, 45 minutes. It was still in the same spot. When I looked up on top of the car and I heard the ring, oh my God, it didn't fly off or anything. I said, God, you held my phone on top of this car just for me. It's nothing you cannot do. Just things like that. I'm not going to say little things. There's nothing little that God does. I received some, you know, could be a little, you know, bothering some news Friday. And my response to that was, Father, I thank you. I worship you. I praise you. I praise you. And for God to see us believing in the way we should believe, imagine how he feels to see that. Experiencing generation upon generation upon generation, believing, not believing, even in our generation, believing and not believing. But here we are in this time, how we are believing in God so much like we are. It's like you just unshakable when it comes to your faith. God, I'm going out trusting in you. Our father knows everything, sees everything. I got family telling me that uh, um, my uncle preached today in Philadelphia. Family went and, you know, last minute us, you know, decided not to go. And all of a sudden they like, Nene, you better be there. You better be there, Nene. God turned that thing around for my favor. Every word that my spiritual dad preach on is a testify. I mean, it's a testimony of my life. Sometimes the presence of God hit me so hard, so fast, so heavy, I can barely take it. And I just want to say, Father, thank you for all of us, from all of us. I can never go to God just me. No, us. Every creation, us. Thank you. We love you. We need you. And the glorious part about it is we have you. Being told that you never can, never would. Your life being compared to other members in your family. Now you don't wish nothing bad on anybody. But you just hold on to God. No matter how you know negative the words be. How heavy your heart can feel regarding how you hear in the information in the news. The gossip. Then all of a sudden my family like you better come. We want you to be there. We want you there. Now I'm the one being talked about. See, it went from talking negatively. And the thing about it is, honestly, I can share this with you guys. I was always a positive person. My family always known that I've been touched in such a unique way from God. They always known that. I grew up in a family, you know, all, you know, five-fold ministry, you know, leaders. And when I got married, 
my family was pissed. We never even saw this dude. We never even met this dude. Who is this? Same for his side to me. Who is this woman? We never even met her. What you mean y'all married? What? Y'all don't even know her. How long y'all known each other? Two months? What the world? My family was so pissed. They don't play with marriage. Marriage is very sacred to my family. They do not play with marriage. And they knew I knew better than that. And it caused them to be so angry at me that they talked about me all the time. Even when I was going down and down and they were still talking about me, talk, 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 talk. And then once that divorce happened, it was like, Jesus. Because some members in the family would think, or even in your family would think that some people don't believe in divorce. At first, I didn't even. I'm trying to tell you. Until I realized I have to get one. I'm trying to tell you. I want to go stay in that. No. I don't care how much. You know what? Where those papers at? Lawyer who? What's his number? Did he care about that? No. It's a way out of this, Father. It's a way out of this. Forgive me for even getting into this mess. Get me out. Get me out. Get me out. Jesus. How celebrates a divorce? Man, I was like, man, hey, Jesus. Celebrate it. And I celebrate that I got a divorce. Celebrate that I'm out of it, you know, out of the marriage. Come on, man. I even thought about, you know, everybody who ever got divorced come together and just celebrate. Thank you, Jesus. God. Nothing to really celebrate, but you keep what I'm saying. Some people right now are in marriages and still in it, knowing that it's not for them. Knowing it's not for them. I mean, you feel like, you know, because I was like, I was like, tell a female, if I get married, that's it. Once and for all, I get a divorce. That's, that's, that's a no-no. Man, when I start seeing red flags. Oh, God. And he saw him too about me. We have nothing in common. Nothing. Don't even eat the same. Think the same. Talk the same. Walk the same. Live the same way. My mom was so relieved. My sister, my brother, my entire family. My dad, he felt, you know, some kind of way he wasn't there for me. Because I wasn't talking to him as much. Because that's the time I was in my car. And I'm not able to, you know, give him no address to use to return letters back. And I wasn't going to tell him that I was in my car. Oh, no. Because I'm the type of female, God going to see me through it. If God don't have me to do this, I'm not doing it. And I'm very strong in that area. So I did the hotel thing. You know, I made it work, this and that. You know, God brought me to it. Put it like that. But when he found out, one day he just wrote me a letter. He just, you know, what's going on? You don't talk to me. You know, anything could be going on with you. I'm worried about you. How can you do this to your father? I said, I got I to gotta write him back. I got to use any kind of address. 
And I explained to him what was going on. And I was like, I was, you know, he apologized. I didn't know you were going through all of that. Yeah. But keep it amongst me and you. I will. I got phone calls all over the family. Nini, we didn't know you was going through this. What you was going through? I was like, oh my God. My father opened his mouth. He curved off on the family. You had, my daughter was out in her car. You guys got mansions, six bedroom homes. They said, like, we didn't know about this. We didn't know about this. A father named Charles. They call him Willie. You know, Willie is a surname for Charles. I was like, Dad, I told you not to say nothing. I told you not to say nothing because they didn't know nothing. They didn't know. I didn't tell anybody. He had to go back and call them all and apologize to everybody in the family. God. They was calling me up. They didn't, you say, you say, why you tell me? I was like, oh my God. It's over now. <sighs> you not with that guy anymore? No. Yes. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> he wasn't for you. I said, why y'all didn't tell me? Because you already made a decision. God. I thought I was going to, I thought I had to be stuck in that. Because I, I didn't really believe in divorce. I really believe that a couple should work it out. Because I always looked at it from God's point of view. If you go before God and it's God's will, whole time wasn't God's will. <laughs> Man, I'm not, you know, I thank God for that divorce. I'm trying to tell you. I'm, I'm not ashamed of that. No. No. I don't recommend that for people. No. I can't tell nobody what to do. No. You gotta go to God about that. And I'm telling people to this day, people asking me. I had one person say to me, y'all, for real. I don't know why I'm talking about this subject. <laughs> I had one person say to me, she said, you, she said, you got, she said, I realized you don't have no pictures of your, um, your guy that you was with on your page anymore. You changed your last name. I said, actually, I never changed my last name. I would just post it up that last name, but I never actually went to, you know, get it changed. I never even really changed anything. Never even exchanged rings. We didn't even have any rings. You know, I bought my own ring. Oh, God, did I just tell y'all that? That's embarrassing. Anyway, oh, God. Father, what's up with this today? You receive your glory? Okay. And I will never forget, she said to me, okay, you don't, I don't see his pictures stuff no more. I said, no, nah, um, got a divorce. She said, oh, you did, girl. How I feel to be free again? I said, oh, my God. What you mean free again? Because she's married. And she's talking like, you know, when you murder, you in prison. I'm like, dang. She said, well, how I feel to be free again? I said, oh, God. Did she just see that? She start inching and inching and you know when somebody trying to make a point, try to come at you, you know, ask you things but they don't want to ask by you know revealing things about them but they don't want to reveal. Try to pull up other people's names. It's such, it's not me. It's such and such. The whole time it's them. She was like, well, you know, my family don't like him. My husband, you know, I've been like a Miva. and I stopped it right there. Uh uh-uh. uh uh uh. I'm not gonna entertain that. You go to God about that. But I'm gonna pray with you though. I'm not no love doctor. Don't come at me like that. I'm not going to tell you to leave that man. I'm not going to tell you to stay with that man. I'm going to tell you to go to God regarding that man. By going to God regarding you. And that goes for anybody. Trying to make things work that's not supposed to be worked. You cannot experience anything to work out for your good that way. You got to make a decision. Your happiness matters most than anything. You understand? Hallelujah. God has shown me how much higher I became in trusting in Him. 
Like I, like I trust you so much more than I ever did before, Father. It's like if trouble come, <laughs> obstacles come, sudden news come. This is the way how I see it now. I'm in the will of God. If it's there, it's supposed to be there. Because nothing mark out God by surprise. And regardless if it's there or not, everything work itself out for your good. It sets you up to be where you are with this type of mentality. The same as you have. To not be moved no matter what comes your way. It doesn't matter. God is for me. Now I'm being talked. Now I was talked about negatively. Now being talked about. I'm the talk of the family. Started out being the talk since a little kid. And God still have you to end up being the same. Trust me. That's what you call restoration. Restored my name back to me. By having me knowing my true identity. And my family like, what, what? You understand? Some people just don't like the fact that you are happy. And for someone to feel that way, it means they're not. And if God puts somebody on your heart, you can't be like, you know what? I don't know how to come at that person. They might think I'm, you know, being you know, nosy. Or if God put in your heart to message somebody and reach out to somebody, do so. Because God put somebody in my heart, guys. And I'm praying on it, for real. I'm talking to you guys. And I'm testifying at the same time. This person been in church her entire life. She's in her 50s. She don't know no man. Never slept with no man. Gave her body to God forever. Grew up in that type of home environment. With family actually teaching the way you should go. Father and mother. And all she was just thinking about. Just getting married. You know giving her body over to the man for the first time. Who she married and have kids. So she thought she got to do. You know she got a. What a six bedroom home. And jacuzzi in the living room. And nice job. Nice car. In church almost every day, almost in every ministry. Then all of a sudden, the years begin to go by. And she had symptoms of a tumor in her stomach. And it kept growing to the point it looks as if she's pregnant. And people ask her that all the time or even congratulate her. And she have to keep saying, I'm not pregnant. And she feels as though that's the reason why a lot of guys don't come to her because they think that she's expecting. So she went through the surgery even though she was high risk due to her pressure being high. She got the surgery. It went down, but not as much as it was supposed to be. And the years go by and she began to notice God, I've given you my life. I gave you my body. I'm in my 50s. I'm not even, I don't even think I can have kids anymore now. I went to church for you every day. I sold into the ministry every day. 
Why am I still single? Why am I so alone? God, you have something for everybody else but me. Because you didn't do anything for me that I expected you to do. The person just left doing everything of God, period. Went into her six-bedroom home, closed every curtain, cut off every light, and sits in the dark. Just living life just to live, but not actually living, if you know what I mean. Very angry at God. Very angry at God. I don't testify for other people, but God had me to mention that because he wants me to call her to see how she's doing. Go back. Go back. Because God is not done yet. He barely got started. But the only reason why it's so strange for me to reach out because I never did and we don't ever talk and here I am out of you know what I'm saying that's how people receive too out of nowhere this gotta be God cause she don't talk to me but she's very angry I'm just asking God to show me a way where I can you know touch her heart cause her heart is very close she's very angry at God it don't matter if you hit the age where you think you can't have any more children That's saying that you don't believe that God can do all things. There is nothing that God cannot do. You understand. And God's just showing me that more and more every day that there's nothing he cannot do. I live in that atmosphere. I'm very, very, it's like I'm so high in the spirit of God due to his glory. I can barely stand. Tuning into heaven and standing here in the earth. This is no joke. This is for real. We are in the for real. People don't believe that God is because they can't physically see him. We encounter God like never before as if we see him. He's so real. He is real. Father, you always listening. We take this time to say thank you. Yes, it feels good to be happy. Yes, it feels good to have you move on my behalf. You ever had someone who try to do whatever it takes to, to remain on top of the family? Doing all this work to remain on top. Overworking themselves just to stay on top of everybody. And here go God using you without no finger being touched or body being scratched or no labor. You just going all the way up to the top. And you done pass them. And you're not looking at it like that. But God is taking you high. And he's taking you fast and far. And some people would be like, dang. They always get it so easy. It's 
not that. You allow God to be God in your life. I'm so happy. Me and my mom relationship, we always have relationship. But a lot of things I didn't talk to my mom about. And a lot of things she didn't ask me. I grew up very proud. Oh my you're talking about private? Oh God. I never talked to her about nothing, guys. God is the one who did everything that a mother was supposed to do. God taught me everything. I went to God about everything. And I'm so honored to have my life with you in such a way to believe in you that much for you to help me grow up, even through puberty. God is who he say he is. God loves us. At one point, guys, I was like, I couldn't stand kids. And I love people, but I just didn't want to be around kids. They would mess up stuff and break things, cry, yell, make a mess. And then God called me on this job for 13 to 15 years. And for like two, three years straight, I'm like, God, I hate this job, God. I get mad on Friday knowing that Monday right around the corner. I'm like, I don't even care about no payday. I was like, God, I hate this job. I used to go home and cry. I hate this job. I want to be here with these kids. And crying. And he had me working with the infants. I was with infants. And toddlers. And then the families didn't make it no better. These kids, and then they give me, by me being new to the place, they give the new teacher the kids that they don't want. So they gave me all the, you know, troublesome children. Cry all day. Eat and cry. And use the bathroom a lot. God. I mean, a lot. Stuck it up. Jason. I'm like, man, this little kid right here, this is new kid right here, one of a kind. Can't eat no more, don't eat no more. I'm about to staple your butt shut. That's how I feel. Jesus, my God. And all of a sudden I said, God, I never even asked you why you why you bring me here? Why am I here? Why am I here? Let's see, you know. Some people would cheat other kids better than other kids. You know, and I grabbed all the kids that was disregarded. And then the kids would look at me in the face. And they look at me in them bright, beautiful eyes. And I fell in love. Why God had me on that job. And I took it very seriously. I did everything unto the Lord. Documentation, partnership meetings, conferences, everything. I stayed on top of everything. Feedings, diaper changes, everything. I built the curriculum to have fun, teach them things. Documented their first steps, first words. Made um, 
what you call it, uh, portfolios for every child I had. And a lot of kids used to cry when their parents come. They don't want to leave me. And I used to cry when I go home thinking about some of the kids. Then I had some of the preschoolers come. Then the kids I had for infants, they went over to preschool. They graduated. God, God really put a passion in me for kids. I love kids. I was asking God one day to grant me the favor to just have some type of function to gather all the kids all around the world. And just give them a very encouraging, it's a big fun day, a big fun paint, moon bounce, ice cream cone, snow cone, cotton candy, just fun day. And let them know you are special. You are special. There are there is no such thing as a bad kid. You just don't know that kid. And you keep calling that kid that. They can feel how you feel about them. And they're going to continue to act that way. I became an expert with kids. And I was like, God, my son is 14. I never thought of no more children. I want so many. And I mean it, guys. It's not too many people, you know, with that desire. Love kids. All around the world. And I had kids in my class from all over the world. Never forget. I never forget those kids. And they always say, Miss Quinesha, Miss Quinesha. And it's funny how some of them say Quinesha, because I don't can't say Quinesha. How <laughs> I talk about kids to y'all? How y'all? How this happen? How? <laughs> how? <laughs> Let me change the subject. I feel like I'm being, you know, all of, you know, talking about my, my end. Let me, you know, open up a little bit more so I can hear from your end. I love you guys. God is really taking my love up high. I just want a hug. Just want a hug. People can use a hug, but I don't go around hugging people. No, I won't do that. Nah, God won't even have me to do that. Just want a hug. It's so much love in me, guys. It's like the God in me is just my God. Just want to hug. Just want to hug. And what's coming out of me is entering into you. Nothing but love. Love. It's like this, me experiencing God, guys. It had me just laying in the bed and looking up at him face to face. Not wanting to move. Not want to do anything. Just want to stay in you. But I said, God, I can't stay like this. God said, it's okay. Just enjoy it. So I know I got to get up and do other things. And then I was like, God, you call me to do so much. We all call to do a lot of things. I was like, but God, you call me to do a lot of things. Do I have enough time to get these things done? Because some things, if you think in the natural, it could take years to come. 
But God can do it in a matter of seconds. Nothing you cannot do. I love that, Father. Just continue to hold on to the higher source, which is your source of everything. We cannot be emotionally moved when it comes to other people's feelings and emotions who shouldn't be thinking outside the God of will. I mean, out of the will of God. You understand? I can't sit there and not enjoy my happiness because someone else is not. I can release it onto you, but it's not a force. You don't want it or you don't. And I pray that you do. Sometimes we stop our walk because we're so focused on those who are around us who are troublesome. No. You come too far to let anything and anyone get in your way. Now you can intercede for them, love them and help them, but you must continue on. I used to think I hold up my blessings for other people to get get it right. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. The same way I said, yes, you can. You understand? That goes for all of us. Don't you stop your blessing because someone else's feelings and emotions? No. They get over it. Not mean to sound like that, but it is like that. Because I'm serious about my walk. I'm in position. And I'm not going to stand while I'm in position and not go further because you're not. No. 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 We ain't doing that one. Hallelujah. We ain't doing that one. Don't even focus on not being liked by everybody. Don't even focus on anything negative. Even though it may come your way. Don't focus on that. Keep focusing on the good. And I really, really mean that. If everybody could sit there in the presence of God. And listen to God. What he have to say concerning their life. And their well-being and their outcome. It wouldn't be none of that now, would it? Because you already know what he has prepared for you who love him. God is bringing our trust in him a whole lot further than where we are right now. Not to alarm you. To strengthen you. This is now the time to give much praise. Much praise. Much thanks. Much more thanks. Because I thank God for favor. And sparing me the way he do. The way he do. Not did do. And if I can say anything about God. He spares me. And I mean it. He spares me. Spare me for my outcome. 
Because he know I believe I was just making wrong decisions, making bad choices. And I thank you, Father. I want everyone to hear me say this. Thank you for favoring me. For real, Father. You closed up my womb in this marriage for four years. I had no idea. So when I say, okay, God, I get the divorce. Now I'm opening up your womb. What? It was closed? That was you? Oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. Come on now. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus. I love you guys so much. I'm not going to hold you longer. I went past 40 minutes. I'm not going past 46. Just begin to thank God. Just thank him. Just thank him. And continue to trust him. I love you so much, guys. Just just honest testifying and conversation. Enjoy your day. And it'll be soon when I hear from you. All of you. Some of you I'm hearing from already, but don't know it's you. I love you. Thank God for you. I need you. I want you around. Stick around. Magnify the Lord with me. It's my time for now. Greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. I love you. Enjoy this life. Enjoy this life of happiness. Again, I say enjoy this life. I love you.